هاي محمد هاي سيام اهلا بك I was very touched by the film on very different layers um, that are so subtle, so refined, um, that I find it really difficult to unpack. But there are certain issues that come back throughout the film and I'd like to discuss with you. Sure. Most Arabic names have a significance. And Amal in Arabic means hope, which seems uh, incredibly appropriate and is the first point that I'd really like to discuss. Throughout the film, you see how Amal's hope evolves with her hair getting shorter and longer. Amal filled with such a big hope for change that she's willing to sacrifice and put aside her fears, her femininity, to be beaten up, to be traumatized. Amal in discussion with her mother, trying to change her vote, um, even if the choice for Egypt is between cholera and typhus, as she puts it. Amal losing her Amal, her hope, when Mubarak is acquitted, and how all of hers and her friends' sacrifices mean nothing. Amal disillusioned, deciding to join the police and explaining it by saying that it might allow her to change things from the inside. And finally, Amal pregnant. So how do you reflect on Amal's journey of hope? <laughs> and uh, what, how do you feel Amal represents to you in the context of recent Egyptian history? Okay, I'll answer <laughs> question five first. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, the, the idea, like I know that somehow uh, the, the ending might be like a surprise for a lot of people and uh, the, the, her name is Hope, and um, so, like maybe few people, more maybe more than a few, could see it as the whole journey is not uh, delivering hope at the end, or, or it's uh, the, the hope ratio is like in decline at the end. If I put it this way, but I, um, I, I first I don't see things linear this way, and I feel people underestimate what after all of this politics and after all of this uh, uh, fights in the street and uh, the, the value of her life and her choices, what, what, what would really matter at the end for her? Like the idea of being alone, would it matter who's, who's in president at that point? Would it matter who's uh, um, like winning in, in the election? Uh, it's just that the film is uh, chapter by chapter and, and how it's made by chapter is like chapter one you could see it as 30 minutes and chapter two, 20 and then go to 15, 10 and the last one is five. And uh, for me it was kind of in the editing it was uh, a little bit at the beginning kind of disturbing why they're not even and uh, why the things it's, it makes sense for me but at the, at the same time as length, it's, uh, it feels like uh, uh, things are unbalanced. But little that I, little bit by little, I, I started to think that it's exactly as in the perspective of uh, inside the inside the lens uh, of the camera. There is mirrors, and it was just shaping the perspective into a focal point at the end. All of our lives is consisting for many things. And the first chapter, you could see her life, her her family, her school, her mother, her father, the politics, everything in the country, 
and then little by little we get to know what's exactly what 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 the film is driving at where uh, what is the focal point of her and and for me uh, that I know her uh, that well it um, I wanted to focus on this point of uh, the 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 missing uh, the the, uh, the missing male uh, figure in the film, if you notice that she's talking about missing father, uh, the first boyfriend was killed, uh, the, the last husband we don't see. And there's some of this, of course, artistic choices, but she's, um, for her, just to have her peace of mind, she wants to have this male presence in her life. And, and for her... Uh, the, the the missing of the father is not only about a normal girl missing her her father who died a bit early. It's about her being in peace with herself. And I didn't tell her exactly just to, to to do anything at the end when she feels comfortable. But when she does that, she feels she's not going to be alone anymore. And and for me, all of the things that build as a mosaic in the film with the home videos until. The song at the end, everything is just was driving to this point. It's it's uh, it concludes everything that um, at the end. I'm talking about a very intimate story about one girl. I'm not talking about the country or she. Uh, it would have been more satisfactory for people if she went down in the street at the end and started fighting, but but that's not um, what she wants now, and that's not. What at any 20 years old uh, woman who's in this situation would do. You also told me when we were discussing together that it was also your way of showing what basically 99% of people in Egypt, that's their life. And that's also something that you really wanted to show. Yeah, I, um, because I don't want to sell dreams at the end uh, and I'm doing documentary um, and I tried throughout the film, although like there are some parts dark, some parts are less dark. That, uh, I think stylistically, I, I, I try that as much as to be um, balanced in terms of uh, like in terms of being vibrant, vivid uh, rhythm. But at the same time, when it comes to content, the film is talking about. Uh, Although she's unique, but it talks about all of the people who are had to stay in their own country, had to fight for their own place, and had to do very, very hard choices. And this is not like uh, if I if I simplify it this way, just to give an example, the 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 99% are are her, and the 1% who could be. Um, uh, an example like Sunita, for example, if somebody saw the film, like. Uh, although I, I really love the film, but uh, I feel like it's speaking about a success story that doesn't happen that much. That's very rare. Uh, I wanted to talk about the people who don't go to the States and just leave their country, the people who have to cope with day by day and, and, and uh, uh, how they, they, they uh, solve their own pro problems their, their own way. For me, if you ask me like, why I'm impressed with her, I'm impressed actually with her survival skills, with her survival mechanism. That at the time of the revolution, she went and uh, stood at any other guy and actually was leading all the men. But the time when the revolution is over, 
she had to find her own place in her own way. Like the, the, the animals who were in the, uh, in, in the jungle who didn't, didn't cope or didn't adapt had to die. And, and the smart one had survived because they survived and evoluted. And I feel this is her strength as well, that she's, although that might look utopian, but she's joining the police just to change it from inside. Uh, we will see how it will look from five years later. But for now, like, she cannot be outside of the system all of a sudden. And this is, I think, a question uh, it comes to um, anybody in this part of the world of feeling like, how could I survive the rest of my life outcast from very polarizing regime? How, how could I survive in that? If I take something from my... my, my Look, line is just how a young woman would survive in an Arab police state in a post-revolution era, in a post-revolution era. This is, this is it. And I think she's, I'm impressed how she's surviving. How did you meet Amal? How did you find her? Um, I met Amal because I was, I was uh, starting a film about this football hooligan group, the, the, um, these crazy guys who were just like, keep uh, chanting for football uh, and uh, they are like 99% are males. I actually didn't see any females but she was the only female there. And uh, but, but I was looking for him, I was just going to do a male kind of macho group, uh, violent, uh, doing vandalism and I was very interested in that. I was going to do that until I saw her and then once I saw her I said like it's not only that she's amazing and she's unique and she has all of this uh, um, fearless uh, uh, um, appearance and, and, and she uh, uh, grabbing the attention like that, but, but I felt like I'm, I'm um, I, I felt like I'm, uh, I want to do just like a personal story. I don't want to talk about these people, but... Uh, it started with just like as anything else in life you have you don't um, you don't look for the things that you actually uh, find at the end like that's the serendipity at the end and the beauty of it um but but I was going to do like very different film, and once I saw her, she shifted me to another film. The image of women in the Arab world is a complicated one, and uh, I know that firsthand being from the region myself. Uh, in your f film and in Amal's life, you feel and see how she finds it difficult to associate her being a girl woman with her aspirations to make a change. Um, you see it through her complex relationship with hoodie, with her hijab, with her hair. Uh, she actually summarizes it very well when she says, if being a woman only means being afraid and worrying about what people think, then what is it good for? I have two questions for you here, specifically as a man filmmaker, actually. How were you able to get so close to Amal and to develop this almost intimate relationship that you have with her throughout the film? And did you find it difficult um, as a man filmmaker to make this movie on a female character? Um, has it changed your view on women in the Arab world, on the, how... how um. Uh, for me, I, I actually, I honestly don't think of these terms. Like I, I understood, there is a challenge of me as a male getting into uh, 
a very feminine subject, but I, I don't think about it this way. I, I will make a connection to first film I've done, which is about a policeman uh, in Egypt that a lot of people consider like guilty, killer, a lot of things. And uh, I really, once you fall in love with your character, once you fall in love with, with what she represents, what he represents, um, you break all of these things. I think because also my my background actually is psychology, not in in cinema. And somehow I'm I'm more interested in, in dissect and understand the person in front of me and just like uh, uh, getting to the mechanics of how this will play uh, uh, on camera. There is the comfort zone that it has to be uh, like each one of us. Like if you put any camera on any person. They will find them giving you what they call always the the the, um, the 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 camera persona, which is like how we all want to be seen, and uh, you have to break that very quickly in documentary. I think it's uh, um, for me. I, I as a male, as a as a documentary filmmaker, my all my my responsibility. Is just to be neutral around her. It's just to give her her space, just to be herself, and and not to feel judged, not to feel that I'm a male authority, um, not to feel that I'm much older than her. Like God knows, I, uh, ha I did and had and listened to all of the adolescent uh, talks and actions, and people talk about like I don't know. Uh, you watch cartoons also no, with her? No, no. <laughs> But I mean that's uh, that's a kind of like the patience and rewarding part of it. That's uh, you have to. It's the same thing as uh, getting involved in in uh, um, you're being. You have to be one of them. Like when I was filming with them, I was really uh, getting into this adolescent actions, like the police scene. When she went, she's just like, "I'm gonna go there." Like if I'm. I was back then 30, I was like, if I'm uh, acting like my age, I was telling her, are you crazy, you wanna go there? But I told her, yeah, let's go. And then when she got there, I saw that we we're gonna go to trouble and I saw that we we're gonna go to prison and we we're gonna be beaten to death, but I didn't stop her. And a part of me also, I like the risk, but uh, it's still, it's not very um, responsible thing to do, but if I had to tell her no, 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 that that's a very ex intensive example. But I mean, for everything else, if I told her no, that would be another authority and and uh, feeling that um, I'm part of them. Like so sometimes uh, she invites me to do things with her her group. Like uh, she does, she knows that it's not my age, but I do them because like it's it's uh, it gets us closer. Um, I can't help but see a, a parallel between you and Amal somehow. Um, your father was part of the police, her father was too. Both of your fathers died at an early age. I think both of your fathers died with you. We were both 11 years old. Um, you both were at Tahrir Square during the revolution. That is where you met, I think. Um, 
you end your first film, which was titled Whose Country, which was about um, following this policeman, by saying that nothing has turned out as I had expected it. I wish that I could have written my own narrative for my own country. And Amal ends her story by saying, I had no more wishes. I just wished I could keep on dreaming. What do you think of this parallel? Is it particular to you, or um, is it more general throughout the Egyptian and Arab young generation today? No, it is particular. And I think uh, any uh, authentic kind of interest uh, from, from any filmmaker towards this subject, whether it's a, a fiction or documentary, it has to come from this place. Like, um, um, literally all the words that she says, uh, it, it, uh, it represents me somehow. And many of her stories that she's saying uh, surprisingly happen to me. Uh, so, uh, like when she says this word, although it's all her words, like everything, it's all her words, all I've done that I'm kind of throughout the process, like I made her do audio diaries, like sometimes recording her dreams, like doing all of these things, uh, uh, a bit like uh, unconventional method, but I, I wanted her to get all of her words and then I started to do the mosaic between this word, this word, and but all it's all her content. But I choose what I wanted at the end. Like I choose what I associated with, and this is when it comes like it's it's highly selective, and um, yeah, I, I see a lot of similarities. Doing it actually, it's the first time that somebody bring it up. But uh, um, like. She is unique, she is one in a million, but at the same time, uh, she, like I, I did a film about her just because that I saw that I'm gonna tell my story. Like it's, a, it's still a means for me just to you tell my story. You found your microphone. Sorry? You said you found your microphone. Yeah, yeah, that was in private, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I found it like it's means for me just to uh, deliver what I want to. But at the end, I'm telling a story. I'm not. Uh, I think any director will, will will share this part that they don't want to get into it themselves, unless they're egocentric. But I mean, like they don't want to put the focus all of them on them, and that's why they're choosing other people just to to tell their own story. But they're gonna tell their own story. They're gonna tell their own concerns. Uh, similarities, th there are a lot, but I mean, um, uh, I think for me that uh, just for her to, to live ev everything in the in the teenage years in front of me, and me looking at it retrospectively, uh, it just made me grow up again. Like I, I feel like I lived all of her experience twice, once as myself and another time by just watching her. And um, it's just six years and, and these uh, intensive, precise six years of 14 to 20 in, in, a, in a, a young woman or, or a girl turning from a, a child into a young woman, it's a huge uh, transformation. And uh, just to answer your other question that I kind of skipped that, uh, um, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot even from the beginning, like the, the stadium scene, 
I was um, because like we 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 repeated that a lot and, and I kept like, you know, she was dying at the end and I was just saving some Red Bulls at the at, at the back just to give to her. And uh, like, luckily I had a woman beside me just saying like, Siam, you clearly don't know anything about children or women or body or <laughs> because that was been child abuse. Uh, but we had to get her another supplement just to keep the, the shooting going. But uh, um, th that's the thing, like, I'm, I'm, uh, that stupid example, but there are many things that uh, all of these intimate shoots, all of these intimate moments, uh, it made me understand um, how, how expanded and how vast this... Uh, um, arena and, and spectra of, of women emotion and, and uh, understanding that throughout these teenager years are just going to very dark places and going to uh, kind of this is the closest age that you get to bipolar uh, syndromes and uh, it's true uh, and, and uh, for me just to live that again and to watch it again in, in another gender is immensely enriching for me. So we spoke together and we said that we would open the mic uh, yes. to people in the... But only if they had very interesting questions. Exactly. exactly. So we will refuse all on, uninteresting just, uh, questions. I, and I like your honesty that just like said everything. <laughs> thought, and Siam is the judge of how interesting those questions yes. are. <laughs> so any questions? <laughs> no pressure. No, huh? no pressure at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we have any mics. Oh, there are many. We don't? What good has come out of the Arab Spring? That's a short question. Yes. I don't know if the answer is going to be short, though. You want to answer? Okay. Thailand, um, Thailand, <laughs> come and answer this question. Um, it's the same thing as like what what love is good for. Why it's just like going through this as long as it ends with the heartbreak. What good is it? The good is it is just that you lived it and you'll never forget it. And and. Uh, uh, just after you live it, it 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 worth it that you went through it. What is gonna get you through? Is it gonna make you stronger? Is it gonna make you a uh, better person? Uh, we're not sure, but uh, the definite thing that without it, yeah, we're we're missing a lot and we're almost dead. So at least that uh, that's my short answer. At least. Yeah. Miriam. <laughs> influenced her life by filming her. Did you influence her life by filming her? Amal has no idea what this film, like, I don't pretend the film has any value that um, I'm, I'm articulating now, but she has no idea what that could be. So filming her, I think her father filmed, has influenced her life. 
I think her father's words influenced her life. And I, I could like, I'm, I'm writing now a fiction, I'm doing another hybrid doc fiction film. And all my films I think about this father-daughter relationship because it's uh, um, something that obsessed me a lot. And, and I think that's the most um, dominating thing. It's just like having the father uh, words in her mind like this keeps resonating and keeps like uh, um, haunting her. It's forget about the film. This is this is what's influencing her more. I can see you setting up the series. Hmm? Sorry. Yeah, I, I have to confess that I, I really bad and I'm not following any films <laughs> at all, doc or fiction. I'm I'm very isolated filmmaker. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I would look it up at least. How was Ahmad received in Egypt? It hasn't been received in Egypt. Um, can we talk? <laughs> um, my first film was not received in Egypt either, and, and I think uh, maybe they don't like documentaries. I, I don't know. It's just like, the, to, to be serious, it's, it's all about um, if, you're, if you're trying to uh, poke in the things that they're trying to close, that there, is, there is no reason just to, uh, to fight that. Like, you're part of the working uh, part of the, the the process of any working artist of understanding what circumstances they're living in if any iranian in the uh, 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 filmmaker just like doing a film about the police will understand what the consequences of that and 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 uh, you cannot just just disassociate or detach this from his own community because his environment produced him and and cannot say like no it's hard or it's uh, I understand it's hard, and to answer your question, yeah, it's it's hard. As maybe it's not going to be received at all, but um, I, I I accept the challenge and I agree to this contract and I signed it already, so I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. One last question. I think we have time. Uh, <laughs> okay, over there. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay, you you decide. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, why, because the investigation Amal is taking why, why isn't she here? Why isn't Amal here? Uh, why, why isn't Amal, Amal here? Why Amal is here? Uh, because Amal is so pregnant and Amal oh. is. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But I mean, we have time for last question. Okay. Yeah. Did she influence you while making her own story? I mean, that's the question, right? Um, 
Uh, Amal in her own way is is uh, is is dominating and it's like, uh, but but uh, once Amal really uh, like I wait for Amal just to finish all of these things that could be grabbing attention, just just to see her as who she is when like the storm is calm. Um, she influences, of course, she influenced me, but uh, I think the, the main thing for her that it's uh, like showing all of her, all these sides of, um, of her character is just uh, has taught me more um, how all of this um, um, like metrics of of of, uh, of complication that that we're uh, trying to work on a character like I've uh, I thought at one point that I will predict all of her actions, but uh, I think even with any kind of subject or any kind of situation I could predict it, but I never could predict her her uh, her actions and her next move or joining the police or getting pregnant or. She's always has something to do for me, and I, and I, at one point, like people just like finish the damn film, like you're, because like I I knew that she's haunting me, but for me, this is why I said at the beginning that that was a story I wanted to tell, and once I got it, I think I fought a lot with the producers. They were nice to me, but still, I fought a lot with them, and I was nice with them, and. Um, but but I fought a lot. Like I'm very persistent when I want something. And once I found my story, I felt like okay, this is this is it. But Amal is like a lifetime project. Amal uh, more than the, the 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 life lessons that she gave me. Uh, Amal is. I'm not gonna stop filming her. Amal, like five years from now, I'm gonna start filming with her again. But it's gonna be another film. Because this film is finished for that coming of age, going from infant to, to adult, reflecting all of the transitional, transformational upheaval that happened in the country that she's mirrored. In the, in the, after five years, she's gonna be in the next, uh, she's gonna be how a kind of uh, Egyptian uh, policewoman will survive. Like now she's going to be a policeman and pregnant so he could Think of her uh, like Egyptian version of Fargo. <laughs> but five years from now, you will, you will understand how she's coping inside the system and coping inside the regime. And, and, uh, but that's another story. Thank you so much Thank for coming Thank you so much. Here.